Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, when advanced technology means advanced vulnerability. I envisioned all the terrible things that could come of this. Power outages, water treatment problems, CDC has diseases. I mean, there's just planes, trains, automobiles, all security threats. Some of the biggest challenges our region faces around cybersecurity, and particularly the Internet of Things, all those little devices, the refrigerators, webcams, and others that now talk to each other whether we want them to or not. It is a huge problem. And how an entrepreneur, particularly an experienced entrepreneur, decides which problem to solve, those are two topics we're going to cover in this segment. We're joined by Glenn Gullius. He is founder and CEO of Enclave Networks. Glenn, thanks for joining us. Uh, Jonathan, thank you for having me. Well, you've been involved in entrepreneurship in the region. have done many startups. Tell us a bit about Enclave Networks, your latest activity. So Enclave was conceived almost two years ago, probably a little more than that. And uh, it was designed from the ground up to address specifically security around the Internet of Things. And IoT is very, very different than IT. How so? It's much more diverse. The numbers are greater. There's a lack of standards and there is a massive legacy inventory that most people don't even realize exists out there. And the problem, as I understand it, is that when you have a lot of different things in a network, each one of those things can be a different place where a hacker can enter or an attack can occur. So the more devices you have connected to a network, the worse it gets exponentially, right? Oh, absolutely. It's actually defined pretty clearly as the attack surface. Hmm. So if you take the Department of Defense, for example, they have an attack surface for their IT that has somewhere between 10 and 11 million points. Routers, switches, websites, computers, things that handle human communications. If you look at the Internet of Things, their numbers are much, much greater. They have nearly 2.6 billion devices running on the same wires. There are over 90,000 different operating systems, and some of this stuff's over 30 years old. It's a difficult problem to attack, and it takes... Non-conventional thinking, I think, if, if we're going to uh, avoid a major catastrophe. So what are you doing exactly around this problem? We're taking an approach that involves more communications than it does operating systems. We don't believe that you can solve this problem one device at a time. And since there are there is such a massive legacy inventory uh, that's not going away, you have to look at the network and the enterprise very differently. You have to, uh, today we do a lot of segmentation, there are a lot of practices in place, but the reality is, is that there's no real enforcement and not because people aren't trying to prevent problems, but because the IT networks that we've been building for the last 25 years are really designed for human communications. It's so when you get on a network at your business, you expect to be able to go to Amazon at lunch, an HR system in the afternoon, wake up in the morning and go to a couple of websites and do your research. So if that's what your network's designed for, how can you ever close everything off and make it inaccessible to people who want to do bad things? I buy it. It sounds to me from what you're describing and others, this is a big problem that needs to be solved. Take me inside your your mind now because you're an experienced entrepreneur. You've done multiple startups. How do you decide, and let's use this one as an example, how do you decide where to spend your time and what and when and what to start a business around? So I try to stick to things that I know and care about. And um, sometimes a decision gets made for you. For me, the analysis on this is really pretty simple. 
the first thing that occurs to me is that every business revolves around solving a problem, right? One or multiple problems. So when you encounter a problem, I think the first question, at least the first question I ask myself is, can I do something to contribute to solving that problem? Is there something that I know, some pieces that I can put together to, what can I do? Once I get through that, it becomes a pretty easy decision. If I can do something to help solve a problem and there's either some good that can come out of it or some money to be made from it, then I take a deeper dive. Funny to me, the way you describe it, it sounds so simple, yet so many people talk about entrepreneurial behavior like it's so incredibly complicated or they need to be schooled or mentored in doing it. Is it really as simple as you make it sound? Well, I think what's difficult is not conceiving a solution or accepting that you need to participate in the problem solving. It's a question of execution. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs get hung up or just don't know where to go to find the right resources the right network connections to raise money. I mean, I think we've all sat around and watched something on TV and said, well, that's a nice widget. That's a good idea. Why didn't I think of that? And I don't think it's so much that I think of it. It's, am I willing to go out and start spending time and effort and money to solve that problem? So do you think that entrepreneurs are risk takers or risk mitigators? I think they're a little bit, I think they have to be a little bit of both. I think they are both inherently. It's always a risk to go out and put yourself in an uncomfortable situation with great unknowns. But I think that if you're willing to step out and you're willing to ask for help and you're willing to put your ego aside and focus on that problem and that solution, people are inherently good-hearted. I think for the most part, if you're looking for help, you can find it. It is interesting to me to hear you say that because my sense has always been that people that are entrepreneurial just definitionally are optimistic people. You know, you you just describe, you see the good in people. I do. I do. But I also think that there is a, getting back to the, getting back to the issue of solving the problem. I think that, and I'll use this business as an example. When I finally realized that I had some of the pieces that I could put together to solve one aspect of the problem. It's a major, massive, critical problem, something that everybody should have on their minds these days. But um, when I first looked at it, I came to the conclusion that what I envisioned was averting bad things. I envisioned all the terrible things that could come of this. Power outages, water treatment problems, CDC has diseases. I mean, there's just planes, trains, automobiles, factories, refineries, then it doesn't stop. All security threats. Yeah. All security threats. So when you look at that and you, and you know, for me, I was compelled to try to avoid something bad as opposed to going to make money. I mean, I think if we solve a problem, we'll make money, right? Well, Glenn, I really, first of all, I really congratulate you on this latest venture. I think it is important and I think it will do some good. And I also appreciate you taking the time to be honest and give us some insight into how an entrepreneur really thinks through how to become entrepreneurial. So thanks for joining us today. Oh, thank you very much for having me. It's Glenn Gooley, founder and CEO of Enclave Networks. And we want to say a special thank you to these show's sponsors. What's working in Washington wouldn't happen without the support of other organizations here in town who want to make a difference by highlighting how a region grows. Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation... Their business development team can help you find the best talent and ideal location and the latest in market and business intelligence. Your business starts with MCEDC. Connect with them at thinkmoco.com. And Tedco. Tedco invests in early stage and life sciences companies. It produces resources and connections that companies need to thrive in Maryland. Tedco's mission is to discover, invest in, and help build great companies. Learn more at www.tedco.md. 
and Jones Lang LaSalle. They are a leading commercial real estate service company within the Washington, D.C. metro area, serving the technology, government contract, and the professional services industries. JLL's strategy-led approach and expert implementation results in cost-effective and flexible real estate solutions that help their clients succeed and grow. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan, online writer Barbara Ulrich, music provided by two D.C. region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. See you next time. <laughs>